The summer season for Congress is getting underway this week. Maybe the biggest question for the House is whether it will become so entangled in its impeachment debate that routine, if important, legislative matters won't get done. Here with the early June outlook, Fulcrum Editor-in-Chief David Hawkins. And let's start with a small thing. The House Appropriations Subcommittee on General Government came out with a statement that says quite a bit, really, about what their priorities are. And already it seems like they're going to be at loggerheads with the administration. Well, you're, you're right, it does. I mean, as, as, um, as you said before we went on the air, it's a little, little bit of something for everybody. And that, that is what um, generally what the appropriators want to do. Um, appropriators generally are not in the business of making deep cuts. They don't like to make deep cuts. They're, even the Republicans on the Appropriations Committee generally like to be on that committee because they believe in government. They believe um, in having, you know, that most of the agencies work and they want to help them. Um, what, what, what that little bill, that's not such a little bill, it's a multi-billion dollar bill, it's just yet another reminder of is that the um, Congress and the president are on, um, have done nothing to avoid yet a, a rather big problem uh, come later in the year when automatic spending cuts are due to kick in and basically negate this entire appropriations process unless uh, Congress and the president can come to an agreement to, to avoid those cuts. They, uh, previous, they, the, President Trump has done, already done that a couple of times. President Obama did. These are, these are um, so-called sequester cuts that were uh, dictated by law back during a, a big budget crisis at the start of the decade. They have been avoided virtually every year since, um, but they haven't been avoided yet. So this, the, big, the summer season in Congress is supposed to be about the routine business of appropriating money, um, but the, sort of, the point of all these debates is a little bit uh, fuzzy uh, until and then uh, the president and, and the Republicans and the Democrats can come together on a, on a deal to allow these budget bills to go through, essentially. And it's unlikely the Senate will go along. I mean, I'm just using this as a proxy for bigger things. But this appropriation right. subcommittee, 3% increase in salary for federal employees, twice as much almost for the executive office of the president than the executive office of the president itself proposed in its 2020 budget. Yeah, that was an interesting one. I'm not because uh, usually usually the um, I was not I'm not to be honest, I haven't uh, had a chance to ask anybody why that was, that's usually not what happens. Usually what Congress does is essentially pass along what the administration, uh, what the courts ask for and what the administration asks for, um, for their own sort of internal operations. So why they're, you know, why they're plumping up the budget uh, for, the, for the White House itself, I'm not sure. Um, as you say, this, the salary increase is more generous. I guess this is a bargaining chip for later on, um, but I'm not sure yet. And, and, the, and as you say, the, it's unclear or it's, uh, that whether the Republican Senate will do what the Democratic House wants to do. Um, it is true that these, traditionally, the appropriators are a more bipartisan bunch than almost any other committee in Congress. Um, and the, uh, this bill that you're, you're referring to, yes, it's a Democratic bill, but um, if, if past precedent holds, it has, been, it has been written with plenty of Republican input. So they sort of know they, they, they're laying down a marker with some strategic meaning, uh, just don't exactly quite know what it is yet. We're speaking with David Hawkins, editor-in-chief of The Fulcrum. And, of course, the impeachment talk is beginning anew again in some intensified way as they arrive in town and get down to business today. 
And how much, I mean, that's a question I think a lot of people are asking that have an interest in normal functioning of the government, how much that will exert gravitational force on what Congress ought to be doing otherwise if it didn't have this in front of it. Well, it will. It, it does exert gravitational force. I mean, it is It is a, I don't want to say it's a distraction because it's obviously, you know, the decision to uh, impeach a president is not a, is not a distraction. This is, would be the dominant uh, would be the dominant work of this of this Congress if they pursue it. Um, the Democrats' frustration with uh, the White House the spurning spurning them at every turn on their oversight work is is uh, consuming a lot of energy at the Capitol. To be sure, uh, there are really no other um, big time policy issues that are being deliberated right now. Um, the president's decision. Uh, decisions on trade have kind of uh, forced the, the big trade bill to the back burner. Um, immigration is on is on the back burner. Infrastructure is on the back burner. Uh, the the basic workings, as I said a minute ago, of of the functioning of the government and appropriations uh, is running into a uh, you can't get too much further down the track without the president's involvement. And the president, we should remember, uh, left for left for his trip to Europe a couple of weeks ago, or he's in Europe now, but he, before he left, he said, he reiterated what he said right after the election, which is we're not going to do any legislating if there's all this investigating. So he, um, uh, he has contributed to, um, to this sort of standoff where Congress doesn't have much to do. I think, I think Speaker Pelosi said that, well, we'll talk about it. It's kind of up to him. And so they're they're doing this parrying back and forth, but as you say, the deadline they, they are. That's right. She did yes, but but the deadline is getting closer toward the budget cut issue, the automatic cuts. I don't know. It sounds like a big game of chicken. Yeah, uh, it does seem sound like a big game of chicken. And the president, uh, as I said a minute ago, he did say no legislating with that invest with all this investigating after the election. Then he sort of backed away from that and tried to cut some some uh, uh, tried to be open to. Advancing his his rewrite of the Canada Mexico U.S. trade deal, uh, he tried to talk about infrastructure for a bit, and then he's backed away again. Um, Mrs. Pelosi, yes, she's as you say, um, said we're waiting to hear from him. He's I, I believe says Mrs. Pelosi, he still wants to do an infrastructure bill. We're still able, willing to talk to him. Uh, so yes, they're both they're both both sides sending some mixed signals. Um, this is. Um, I mean, it's it's it sounds crazy, uh, but the 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 window in a two-year Congress for getting big things done uh, is open now, but it does start to close in in the fall, especially in the run-up to a presidential election. Um, and so this is sort of prime time for doing anything. For, it's not only for just doing the basic budget stuff, or the, which is the most basic and important thing, but if there's going to be any other legislating that happens. Uh, the window is going to start to close in the fall. Uh, it's already obscured by this impeachment talk. Um, it, this, at the moment, it does not look like a Congress that is going to – a divided Congress never gets – you know, has trouble getting things done. That this Congress doesn't look at the moment like it's uh, going to have much to show for itself. And the fulcrum itself is about to become more public. Just tell us a little bit about the mission. Well, thank you. Yes. So the mission is we, we are hoping to – we are now an email newsletter – uh, which you can sign up for at thefulcrum.us. Uh, by the end of the week, thefulcrum.us should be a full-fledged news site. We aim to be the the nonpartisan, nonprofit uh, news site that is going to be all about covering the issues of 
uh, our challenged democracy. That we 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 view uh, our democratic norms as being pretty challenged. Uh, this has to do with uh, the campaign finance system, the system of elections, voting rights, gerrymandering, uh, government ethics, the dysfunction of Congress. Uh, so we are all about covering those issues and the various campaigns. There, there is a lot of work being done. It doesn't get too much attention um, or as much attention as we think it deserves uh, to try and fix the, the, the broken democracy. And so we want to cover those, those, uh, those efforts. I guess maybe one of the biggest issues behind all of that breakage is the divisions among voters themselves. Absolutely true. Absolutely true that, you know, we, we and, and that is, I'm glad you said that because when I, um, when I rattled off the issues that we are covering, sort of civic engagement and civic education uh, and civic civility are also things that we want to cover. Yes, we have become, our culture, political culture has, right, our politicians are only in many ways acting uh, at the behest of how their constituents act and want them to act. Uh, and our, our civic culture is pretty uh, uncivilized at the moment. Um, there are a lot of reasons for that. It has to do with civic education, has to do with the demographics in the country, has to do with what gets rewarded. Um, and yes, we're going to try and cover that as well. David Hawkins is editor-in-chief of the Fulcrum. As always, thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive when you want. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte. But for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month. And you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature.